Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number three of the program here on Tuesday morning, 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, we were talking earlier about the further details that emerged from that story in Seekonk about the four-year-old girl that suffered severe burns all over a large portion of her body. And uh, Ariel was talking about it in the news. It's... The story that the aunt is trying to tell certainly doesn't match up with what the four-year-old girl told people, what the doctors seem to think happened, and as a result, what the prosecution is putting forth as the circumstances of the girl's injury. The aunt is trying to say the girl fell into a fire pit for just a few seconds and that that's how her burns came to be. The doctors are saying these are scalding burns. This was a hot liquid that was, that hit the girl's skin. And whether or not it was intentionally poured on her or if it was an accident, we don't know because the aunt is claiming that she fell into a fire pit. The aunt has been ordered held without bail. The mother has been held, uh, been given $25,000 bail, and they've taken her passport because they think she's a flight risk. The whole situation is mind-boggling. And again, you know, we, we the idea, your mind immediately goes to this has to be a heinous act, a nefarious act, something that was just purely evil. We don't know that that's the case. It might have been something that was completely accidental. But the bottom line is the aunt and the mother both still waited 17 hours before they notified the authorities or before they called for medical help. And that only came about because they gave the girl Pedialyte and she kept throwing it up. She couldn't keep anything down. 
They didn't think that the blistering burns all over her body were worth bringing her to medical attention for. The aunt, who is a caregiver, a medical caregiver, didn't think that it was worth going to the hospital because the girl didn't say that she was in pain. How could she not be? So, you know, again, we'll, we, we can get more into that if you would like. But the, the case is just, it's horrible. But I think the problem here is, and again, it's not to say that the cover-up is worse than the crime because it's pretty bad to get burned all over a large portion of your body. But she, you know, we don't know that it was a crime when that happened. We don't know that it was with criminal intent, that it wasn't an accident. The problem here is you didn't come forward about it. And not only did it make it worse for you from a legal perspective, but from a health perspective for that poor girl because her organs began shutting down. They had her in critical condition. She sent stabilized but had to undergo skin grafts. You didn't think that burns that required skin grafts were necessary. Multiple skin grafts, by the way, were bad enough that you needed to take her to the hospital. So there's a lot of things that just don't add up. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. We got some app chat messages uh, during the last segment. Uh, we got Molly in Fairhaven who says sugar is the mother of all addictions, and I think that that is true. It's the problem is is it doesn't have the stigma of other addictions. You you don't go over to your grandmother's house and she starts handing you a bunch of cigarettes or keeps pouring you shots of whiskey and says, here, drink up, have more. But you'll go over her house and she'll have cookies and cakes and all kinds of things that she baked for you because we equate food with love and we equate sugar with foods that we love. So yeah, no, it is it is an issue. It's not as big of an issue for me. That's not one of my big problems. I'm not a big sugar eater. Uh, I mean, granted, it's in everything. But I don't, I don't go to a lot of sweets and things like that. I, I don't... A lot of things that people like are too sweet for me. I don't like salt. A lot of things that people like are too salty for me. But I do like food. And that's, that's been my issue. So I think, you know, as I'm relearning how to eat properly, I'm also learning like, okay, if I have this, like that's a treat for myself. Now I can't have something else. Or if I want to have that treat, try to see if I can find a low sugar version of it. I like soda. I, I feel about craft sodas like people feel about craft beers. And I've just learned that if I'm going to have a soda... I have a Coke Zero, or now I've discovered that they have a Cherry Coke Zero, which is even better. But it's also about maybe having less of those. I'm not kidding. There were times when I would kill a 12-pack in a day. I mean, I know I just said I don't like sugar, but to me, soda didn't qualify as that. It was something different. So I had to learn how to get around all of that, and 
Incorporate more water. Still have to incorporate more. Haven't had enough. Got an ultrasound tomorrow for those kidney stones that I still had in me. Let's see how that goes. But the the sugar addiction for a lot of people is hard to break. The food addiction for a lot of people is hard to break. Because it is, for a lot of us too, it is our go-to comfort. It is our reward for ourselves. I can't tell you how many times I would say to myself, you know what? I'm going to have this for dinner because I've had a rough day and, and I deserve it. And I realized I got to stop thinking that way. As Shawnee said when she called, too many people live to eat instead of eating to live. Uh, Polly in New Bedford says, Tim, haven't heard Bob Dubois calling lately. Do you know if everything is okay? He's a, a great person who always inspired me as a kid. Uh, well, I haven't heard from him myself in, in probably a couple of weeks, but I don't know that he hasn't called into Chris. Uh, he does call Chris a lot. I know that they know each other personally. Sometimes, um, you know, Bob and I don't agree on things, so I'm not surprised if I don't hear from him from time to time. But uh, he's always a great caller and a great person. I've had the chance to, to meet him in person, and you're right. He's absolutely a, an outstanding human being, and I hope that he is okay. I know when he had called before, he was a little bit under the weather, so I hope that that hasn't precluded him from, from being able to call in. And sometimes I know he, he doesn't like the music that I play, so maybe, maybe he has to turn the radio off in the morning because the, the music gets a little too much for him. But uh, I'll check with Chris and find out if he's been calling in to Chris. And, and as I said, you know, Chris knows him personally, so he might, he might know a little bit more than I do. And I hope that if, uh, if everything is okay, that Bob will come to the listener meet and greet on Tuesday night at Knuckleheads. I hope that you all will. I'm seeing a lot of likes on that post on Facebook. I'm seeing some people sharing it. I'm seeing some people chatting about it on social media. So I'm hoping that translates to a lot of people showing up because I would love to meet all of you. Even those of you who, you know, we disagree and we argue, that's all right. That's especially the people that I want to have get together. I want the people who argue with each other to meet each other and get to know, because I feel like getting to know each other as people, as, a, as opposed to just voices on the radio, will really help foster better discussion and better understanding going forward. It's a lot harder to dislike somebody when you actually know them just for their views. So, and of course, great food and drinks at Knuckleheads, right? It's the holiday season. Let's get together and just celebrate too. So again, that'll be Tuesday, next Tuesday from 5 to 8 at Knuckleheads, 85 MacArthur Drive in New Bedford. We have uh, all the information up for you at WBSM.com and on the app. Share that around with people that you know that listen to the station. There's another story that uh, I saw reported on, on Channel 5's website, WCVB.com. But there is a situation going on in North Andover where they had the Israeli flag flying for a month after the Israeli attack. They had a, the flag was flying on the town common for over a month. And the town apparently has a significant Palestinian population. And so now a member of the, uh, a member of that community in the town has requested to fly the Palestinian flag on the town common. 
Now, this was supposed to be addressed November 7th during a meeting at the town hall, but that meeting was canceled and rescheduled to last night at North Andover High School. According to Channel 5's reporting, police had to escort several people out of the school auditorium for shouting others down during the meeting in an attempt to keep the discussion civil. So the Israeli flag, again, has been, had been flying for a month after the October 7th Hamas attack on Israel, but the petition to raise the Palestinian flag above the town common was met with outrage by the Jewish community. So the rabbi, the local rabbi said, to many of us it represents an attempted genocide of the Jewish people. The Israeli, the Israeli flag was shown in support for an American ally who experienced massacre, unlike the Palestinian flag that to many of us represents, again, I'm sorry, Hamas. And members of North Andover's Palestinian community said that they feel unseen and misrepresented. So for, for these folks... First of all, the, um, the town can't really prohibit them from flying the Palestinian flag if they've already flown the Israeli flag. Because of that May, 22, May 2022 ruling by the Supreme Court in Shirtleff versus, versus Boston. So if you remember in, in that case, it was found that the city of Boston violated the First Amendment and not allowing a Christian flag to be flown because other flags had been flown. And they would be seen as an, as a, I mean, the, the city tried to argue that it would be unconstitutional because it would be an endorsement of a religion. But because they had seen, they, because the flagpole had been used as kind of a, a community message board for people to put flags up of whatever they wanted over the years, this group felt like they had the right and the Supreme Court sided with them. So they, the town can't tell the Palestinian residents, we're going to fly the Israeli flag, but we won't fly your flag. So now the Palestinian flag will be flown for a month over the town common starting today. Now this is the situation that has brewed around this and this is why there are people who have been speaking out for Palestine and been in support of Palestine is it's not that they support the massacre of, of Jewish people. It's not that they support even taking back Israel. They just don't want to see the population, the Palestinian people blamed for the actions of a terrorist group. The same way you don't blame all Afghans for the Taliban or we didn't blame all Germans for the Nazis. Yes, we would never want to flag a, fly a Nazi flag, but you would fly the German flag. And so that's what the Palestinian people are trying to say in North Andover is, you know, we feel like we're being lumped in with this and that our viewpoints aren't being heard on it and you're just selecting one group over the other. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Again, that's going to be a month that the flag will fly because the Israeli flag flew for a month. And you may see North Andover just decide to adopt a policy like other towns have as a result of that Supreme Court decision where they say, 
hey, the only thing we're going to fly is the U.S. flag, our national, our um, uh, Commonwealth flag, Commonwealth of Massachusetts flag, and a town flag if they have one, a town seal. That's what a lot of towns have started doing. Some of them will make exception for the uh, MIA POW flag. But for the most part, they're, they're limiting it to just those by, by ordinance. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hi. How you doing? I kind of don't agree with flying the Palestinian flag. Well, but you, you, can't, you can't disagree with it if they've flown the Israeli flag. Oh, yes, I can, because that's like flying the German flag. My father was German. Imagine if in, in the 40s we had the German flag flying in front of our house. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't that say that you support Germany, but that you don't support the Nazis? Yes. Right, and that's saying you hate the people next to you. Sorry. You I, don't, know? I don't think that that's true. My father fought on the, the American side. But there's no way we could fly, you, you know. I'm sorry, they weren't. Uh, Hamas wants to destroy America. Seventy percent of the people voted for Hamas. They get what they get. Sorry. Well, I mean, it's, it's, all right, okay. Well, that's that's a very closed off mindset. I would think that in in even in the 1940s, and granted, you know, we didn't have the same tolerance that we try to show today. And so maybe it's easy for me to say this from a 2023 perspective and not a 1943 perspective. But if I saw someone flying a German flag, my assumption would be that this person supports Germany, but they don't support the Nazis. They support a Nazi-free Germany. If you flew the Nazi flag, that'd be a different story. Then I'd know that you were for the enemy. But I don't, I don't know that I would make that equation. And again, maybe it's hindsight that I'm able to look at with and, and not feel the same way that people would have in 1943. 508-996-0500. I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few. All right. Welcome back in. So again, if you want to chime in on any of the things that we've been talking about, you can do so by going to the WBSM app and sending an app chat message. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about Finance. We're going to be talking with folks from USA Wealth Group uh, about your money. We're going to be talking about how to make it work for you. We're going to be talking about some upcoming seminars that you can take part in. But uh, also, don't forget to get your name in now for those Beach Boys tickets. Get your name in now for those Chelsea Handler tickets because we're going to select a winner of each coming up before the end of this hour. And it's the final day to try to win those Beach Boys tickets. Uh, and then... You know, you have until Thursday to come and pick them up. The show is Thursday evening at the PPAC. Tickets are still available if you want to get them. By the way, these tickets are very, very good seats. So these are uh, in the very uh, front orchestra section. You know how you have, like, you've got your, your first 26 A through Z. This is, like, right at the beginning of that next section of seats. So you're going to be really up close and personal to get to see Mike Love, Bruce Johnston, and the rest of the Beach Boys. So you can enter in to win those tickets at WBSM.com right now. We also have those Chelsea Handler tickets that we're giving away as well. And we will p pick a name for those coming up in the next hour. And you can look for your email and see if you are our previous winner. We'll have those emails out later on this morning as well. 
your chance to get tickets on us. It's just one of the many great things we're going to be offering tickets to over the next couple of months. We've got it all mapped out. We've got so many great shows coming up. And because to me, that's what radio is all about. It's about giving away free tickets to concerts, to comedy shows, to movies, to restaurants, all kinds of things that we're going to be giving away tickets to in the coming weeks. So make sure that you have the WBSM app downloaded because that's going to be your key. That and the website will be your key to winning these contests. Being able to enter in all your information that way makes it a lot easier. And then we can send you everything digitally for you to sign. Most of the time, we'll send you those tickets digitally so you don't even have to come down here. Just works out so much better. Thank you, I guess, COVID, for at least having the technology advances that we can do these kind of things. Uh, I don't think it was a fair trade-off for everything we went through, but it's nice to at least have those options. All right, let's go now into the newsroom with Ariel Dorsey. The U.S. Capitol is stepping up security today ahead of a huge pro-Israel rally on the National Mall. The House of Representatives Sergeant-at-Arms told lawmakers yesterday that there will be an increased police presence. Authorities say they haven't identified any specific or credible threats. Officials in Gaza City are warning that hospitals are effectively improbable as fighting between Israeli ground troops and Hamas escalates all around. At the largest hospital in Gaza, some 3,500 staff, patients, and civilians are stuck inside surrounded by tanks and troops. President Biden said Monday that hospitals must be protected and the director of the World Health Organization said the situation is dire. Trial resumes today in the case of the man accused of attacking then-House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer in their San Francisco home. In federal court on Monday, Paul Pelosi called the October 2022 attack brutal and said he remembers waking up in a pool of blood. While the incident was captured on police body cam footage, David Depop has pled not guilty to all charges. The pallet fire that did major damage to the 10 freeway in downtown Los Angeles is believed to have been intentionally set. At a news conference on Monday, California Governor Gavin Newsom said the weakened fire burned within the fence line of the pallet yard and the cause appears to be arson. Hundreds of thousands of drivers will be affected by the freeway closure each day with no word on when it will be repaired. Medicaid enrollment is expected to drop by more than 8.5% in the upcoming year. According to KFF, formerly known as the Kaiser Family Foundation, that's because state Medicaid agencies are unwinding enrollment protections put in place during the pandemic. State spending on Medicaid is expected to go up, however, as federal matching funds also expire. The nearly 160,000 members of SAG-AFTRA will begin voting on the terms of a tentative new three-year contract today. The tentative deal reached last Wednesday ended the actor's 118-day strike against the major Hollywood studios and streaming companies. In sports, after falling to the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday, the Bruins will visit the Buffalo Sabres tonight. It will be the first of three meetings between the Bees and Sabres during the regular season. The Celtics extended their winning streak to three games after blowing out the Knicks 114-98. Jason Tatum led all scorers with 35 points to go along with six rebounds and seven assists. Jalen Brown chipped in with 22 points and Kristaps Porzingis scored 21 of his own. Tomorrow night, Boston will visit the 
the Philadelphia 76ers at Wells Fargo Center. And the Patriots are moving on from a young member of their secondary and has waived second-year cornerback Jack Jones. Jones was noticeably disengaged with his teammates during the loss to the Indianapolis Colts in Germany. And on November 4th, Jones had also missed a curfew the night before the Pats played the Washington Commanders. The Patriots are currently last in the AFC East with the record of 2-8. and eight. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. We're seeing some patchy fog out there, especially to the north from Pawtucket to the airport. Visibility at times down to zero, so just be careful out there. Take it easy. And also areas of ice. Be careful if you see that the road looks wet. That may be black ice. Temperatures around 30s today. Cool and breezy mix of sun and clouds for the afternoon. And then overnight, mostly clear around 30 once again. Sunny in the upper 40s for this Thursday. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast from the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci Del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. And welcome back in. We are joined now by Randy Gibbons and Ray Lance of USA Wealth Group. Of course, everybody that listens uh, to WBSM, you're familiar with Money Wise. It airs Sundays here on, on WBSM. And you're both here to talk with us about some upcoming seminars that people can take part in and learn a little bit more going even beyond what they learn from hearing the show each week. Yes, and good morning, Tim. It's, it's a pleasure to be on the show with you. Thank you for coming in. We're used to doing our, our own show on Sunday morning from our office. We have a little mini studio there. And uh, Randy Gibbons is sitting next to me, so we're both really pleased to be here this morning. And there really is uh, something about being able to share with people about something so personal as as their finances it's something that people aren't comfortable talking about with their own family or their own friends or even in some cases you know their significant other but people come and reach out and speak to you about it yeah we see two kinds of cases actually we see situations where parents don't want to have their kids involved at all and then we see just the opposite where parents bring in their adult children for example and we always welcome that it's necessary um you know benjamin franklin my one of my favorite writers of all times once said in this world nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes and we deal with both we deal with medicare and medicaid and we deal with tax planning at the end of the year uh if you're not paying attention to taxes uh you're going to lose a lot of money did you know for example that on january 1st 2026 everybody's income tax in this country is going to go up i did not know and now i'm Dreading the future. So I've told you some bad news this morning. <laughs> well, hopefully my income goes up at the same time. Well, it's already built into the law, which was passed in 2017. We all got a tax cut back then. And corporations got a tax cut down to 25% maximum. But guess what happens on January 1, 2026? Individual income tax rates are all going to go up for everybody. It's in the law. And corporate taxes are going to stay fixed at the maximum of 25%. So no. it's, again, favoring the corporations over the individual. Mm-hmm. But uh, Randy is a very famous person in our office. We're not allowed to talk about it yet. 
but she's our little glamorous girl right now in the office, aren't you, Randy? I am. Two of us in the office just filmed a commercial. Oh. I can't say for what yet. But, but it's going to be on national TV at some point in time. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. you'll have to let us know so we can let the audience know and to be on the lookout for I it. I sure will. It was certainly a lot of fun to do. In early 2024, it'll be coming out. But importantly, this is Medicare season, Tim. And a lot of people don't realize they complain about taxes, but 50% or a little bit more of all of our tax dollars are used to support Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. 50%. That's incredible. Yes. So when you complain about taxes, just remember that it's supporting a lot of things. But Randy, tell us a little bit about Medicare season. Well, Medicare season, we are in the cusp of what is called open enrollment period. That runs every year from October 15th through December 7th. So we're nearing the end of it. And what that means is you have once a year to make changes to your supplement in your Part D, your prescription plan. So we are hosting a couple of seminars this week to talk to people about Medicare. It, it tends to be very confusing if you know Part A, Part C, Part um, well, B is a given, but Part D for prescriptions. Um, it can be very confusing. So we have someone in-house who sits down with our clients to talk to them about their individual situation. But we're hosting two seminars that are free to the public that you can attend. Um, one of them is tomorrow, November 15th at 2 p.m. It's at the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven. That's Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. And then the next one is Thursday, November 16th at 2 p.m. at the Westport Village Apartments. That's right across from Lee's Market, by the way, on uh, Main Road in Westport. Oh, thank you. If you'd like to attend either of these seminars, please give our office a call to make a reservation. And that number is 508-998-8858. So in a real quick nutshell, Medicare is a tough subject to learn and as Randy said, we have a good expert who's now with us on a part-time basis for right now, but he really knows his stuff. Medicare is a government-funded health insurance program, and I'm going to give you some real simple overviews. If you're 65 and older, typically you're going to be applying for Medicare, and it's called open enrollment time. Um, or original Medicare time, basically. Yes. If you're not covered by a program at work, because maybe you're no longer working, when you reach 65, you've got a seven-month period to sign up. It's three months before you turn 65, then it's the month in which you turn 65, and then it's another three months after you turn 65. So there's a seven-month period. The problem is a number of people don't realize that and they don't sign up on time. And if you do that, you're going to pay more for your Medicare insurance for the rest of your life. Oh. I've had people as, as old as 70 or 71 who went to a seminar and said, gee, I never signed up for Medicare. Is that a problem? I said, yep, you're going to pay more for the rest of your life. So you have this original Medicare. So people say, well, I'm already on Medicare. Why do I need to do anything right now? Well, original Medicare covers, for example, Part A and Part B. Part A is hospital bills. Part B is doctor bills, typically. But it doesn't cover everything. It doesn't cover prescriptions. So to do that, you need to sign up for Part C and Part D. Yes. Do I sound like a commercial? You do. You sound like the alphabet. You know, this is such a confusing time of year. You hear these horrible commercials on television, and they say, 
gosh, I hate watching these Medicare commercials because they're so repetitive. And then they go on for two full minutes and they say the same thing over and over and over again. But as you said, it's confusing for people and there's nobody really holding their hand through the process. There's nobody helping them to sign up for what they need to sign up for. No, and here's a real quick summary of what you need to do during this open enrollment period, which starts from October 15th and it ends on December 7th, which happens to be Pearl Harbor Day. Um, that's a period of time. There's only a few weeks left when you can do this. When you can go and have your Medicare Advantage plan or your Medicare Supplement plan, and those are two different things that we're not going to talk about today because it's really confusing. That's what everyone's getting confused about from all the commercials on yeah. television. Yeah, but what's the difference between Medicare Supplement and Medicare mm-hmm. Advantage? It's different. Uh, it costs differently. It covers different things. But what happens when you sign up for original Medicare is typically it's not going to cover everything. So you sign up as well for either an Advantage plan or a supplement plan. And you're going to get a favorable rate the first year. Guess what happens in the second year? The rates are going to go up on you typically. So what everybody should do who's getting a supplement plan or an Advantage plan is every single year during open enrollment, get some advice on whether it's still the best plan for you or what happens for example if your medications have changed exactly it's a great opportunity to review your part d because if your medications have changed your your it could affect um different part d plans cover different prescriptions so you may have a prescription that's covered 100 percent now well, these companies change every year. So I would say for many calls that I get to schedule appointments for Peter, people are confused by television ads. Sure. So Peter is unbiased. He will review what you have for coverage now and decide for you what plan might be best for your unique situation. So a short while ago, I actually said, Tim, I don't want to learn this stuff. This is too confusing for me. I mean, I have a couple of law degrees and, you know, I find it really, really confusing. So uh, Peter Wilmot, who's now working with us, uh, is an expert. And I say, Peter, tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. So it's that confusing. Yes. But if it's also that simple, too, that you can just put that trust in him to give you the right information, then the folks who are coming to the seminar can do the same. Exactly. Yes. I can't believe how much stuff he has in his brain. So. Um, tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, uh, the following day, the November 15th, Wednesday at the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven, two o'clock in the afternoon. Do you know why we did two o'clock in the afternoon? Because people don't like to be out at night when it gets dark. That is true. And it's getting dark earlier. Yep. So I, I didn't want to do a seminar that made people go out in the dark. So tomorrow, Wednesday at the Hampton Inn at two o'clock and then Thursday, the 16th in Westport at Westport Village Apartments. We've done seminars be there be there before as well. But you should register. And what yes. number should they call to register? If you'd like to register, the phone number to call is 508-998-8858. Again, it's 508-998-8858. And there's no cost to do that or there's no cost if you want to get more information. So, Tim, are you old enough to be on Medicare yet? Not yet. I've still got still got some time. Got a f- I'm going to be 46 in January. You've got a few decades to go yet. I still do, but that's all right, because now I know not to wait around and not to, you know, I know that when I'm 65, I'm going to sign up, assuming it's still around by that time. Oh, I think it will be. Um, what is it, 1937, I think, that Social Security first came into effect, and I think it was around 1965 for Medicare. 
I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, they're important programs. Health insurance premiums costs are horrible. It's very, very expensive to get medical help today. And without Medicare, a lot of seniors wouldn't be able to afford any medical assistance. Right. So um, the other thing we'd like to talk about this time of year, and I'm not going to say too much more about Medicare because I've exhausted my brain power on Medicare, I think. No, not really. But um, it's such a specialized area that you need to get expert advice and it doesn't cost anything to get the expert advice ever. But it's also tax planning time. Yes. There's a lot of things you can do between now and the end of the year to save taxes. And who doesn't like to save taxes? So what are some of the things you think you could do to save taxes this year? Stop working. Stop working. Stop working. Make a contribution to an IRA. Yep. Give something to charity. Yes. Did you know, I don't have too many clients doing this, but did you know, for example, that you can have a contribution go to a charity directly from your IRA account. Uh, you won't get the tax deduction, but neither do you have to pick up the income from your IRA when you take the money out because it's going to go directly from the IRA company right on to the charity. So it's a way of being charitable and helping and so forth. That's one thing you can That's do. That's a great strategy. Yeah. Or what happens if you have a little extra money and you're still working? Uh, you have to have earned income to put money into an IRA. But if you have some extra money, why not put some money aside for retirement? Why not kick it into an IRA? And if you do that, you're going to get a deduction from your income taxes. And we've got some great tax charts that people can get for nothing if they want. Just call our office and we'll give you a, a nice tax chart. And um, basically, you're going to get the ability to reduce your income for the year. And you're also going to be putting aside some money for retirement. So there's a lot of good reasons to save money for retirement. Yes, and at the this week's seminar series, we're focusing on Medicare, but we are, the other part of the presentation will be on tax planning. And then you need to decide whether you're going to itemize your deductions on your income tax or whether you're going to take the standard deduction. Um, I think it's estimated that only about 10% of all people right now are actually itemizing their deductions mm -hmm. because wow. the, the government has continued to increase the amount of the standard deduction and it's going to be going up again next year. The other thing you could do is if you think you're going to have a lot of income this year and you have the ability, defer it until January and kick it into another year. Uh, so there's a lot of little things like that you can do to save taxes. And if you don't think about saving taxes, then you're just not going to be able to do it. Randy, do you know when the tax filing deadline is typically? April 15th. April 15th, yep. April 15th of 2024 of next year is the deadline in Maine and Massachusetts. Well, that's not exactly correct. April 15th for most people in Massachusetts and Maine is April 17th. Do you know why? Holiday? No, it's just Massachusetts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what? We've had to move it around a little bit, so let's just keep moving it around on people. Sure. I know. Yeah. But um, you have until that length of time. Did you know that if you haven't filed your income tax until, say, the beginning of April, um, you can still make a contribution into an IRA account in 2024 before <laughs> April 1st, roughly. April and it Fool's will count. Day. For and it will count towards a night. A 2023 income tax deduction. Hmm. So there's many, many things. 
I've always enjoyed the tax code. Uh, I don't enjoy paying taxes because nobody really likes to pay taxes. They don't have to. Uh, who was the Chief Justice of the United States? I think it was uh, Warren Berger said, um, I don't know, it could have been Arthur Godfrey. You probably don't even know that name. Do you <laughs> I do know the name. You do know the yes. name? Okay. Well, one of them said, uh, I don't mind paying taxes to support my country, but I could be ha happy paying half as much. So <laughs> nope, nobody ever wants to pay more taxes than what they absolutely need to. And it's called tax planning. So if you do some planning, you can absolutely reduce what you have to pay. So um, if you have questions about tax planning, call Randy. She's an expert. <laughs> no, just kidding. I'll refer you to Ray. <laughs> no. But you know, Tim, I've always liked to do um, tax study. When I did go to law school many, many years ago, Boston College Law School, they had five tax courses they offered. And I took all five of them because I thought it was interesting. And somehow it just resonated in my brain. And um, later I took a little time off and did some work. And then I went back to school and got a Master of Laws in Taxation. What I do now is... I have tax subscriptions. I read taxes up every single week. I go to a tax institute down in Florida. It's the University of Miami Law School Heckerling Tax Institute. And it's a whole week long of nothing but studying taxes and estate planning. And so nobody knows more about it than you do. Oh, no, there's many people that do. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe in another life I might teach taxes, but... Not not right now. Well, but you can teach people at least a little bit to help them out with these seminars that are coming up. Uh, just give us those details again before we go to take a break. Sure. sure. The first one is tomorrow, which is Wednesday, November 15th at 2 o'clock at the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven. And the next is Thursday, November 16th. That's this week at 2 o'clock also at the Westport Village Apartments in Westport. And if you'd like to reserve a seat, please call our office at 508 998-8858. And Tim, I think I've talked about as much as you normally do during this time. So thank you very much for letting us join this morning. Well, thank you so much. It was great to actually have you in here in person. And uh, and of course, everybody will look forward to listening to Money Wise this weekend. But uh, get on out to those seminars and learn some things. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.